the Blaze On Demand. The first question I have is, give Blaze readers some insight into your background and what compelled you to come back to New Jersey and run for Senate after last running in 1978? Well, I'm an odd combination of a uh, policy wonk and a political junkie. I kind of traverse those two areas, which very often, at least in the conservative movement, are uh, separated from each other. And uh, I love issues. I love big ideas and running on them. And I did run on the Kemp-Roth tax cut. I was one of the first to make it a centerpiece of a statewide campaign back in 78. And uh, I beat an incumbent liberal Republican senator, Clifford Case, in New Jersey. And uh, the same day that Proposition 13 passed in California. So some people recall that the East Coast and West Coast tax revolts. But my end of the tax revolt had a specifically federal income tax orientation, and it helped get Kemper off, off the ground. Even when I lost the general election to Bill Bradley, a very popular former athlete, iconic at the time, uh, still the issues that I was talking about did get some traction both in the state and nationally, and I wound up helping the Reagan campaign in 1980 uh, work the supply-side tax cut into their advertising for the primaries. And so many of the issues that you're running on this time around were germane even back in the 70s. What are some of the key planks of your platform? Well, uh, I jumped into this race in a rather impulsive way uh, after being absent from my state for 30 years with jobs, various jobs in Washington. And I knew that I wasn't going to be able to raise much money to have a rounded, diverse platform. So I decided to run on the thing that I think is most important for the economy, which is the mismanagement of monetary policy by the Federal Reserve and the fact that they are almost single-handedly holding back this economic recovery. Their uh, crushing low interest rate policy makes it impossible or very difficult for even a successful small business to get the lines of credit from community banks that they normally need to expand. And of course, savers cannot save by means of the traditional means of uh, savings accounts and CDs. So I spent four years in Washington as policy director of the American Principles Project, trying to get people to deal with the need for monetary reform, specifically a return to the gold-backed dollar that we abandoned 43 years ago. And I couldn't do it. The Fed is an 800-pound gorilla. Nobody wanted to take them on. The Fed is financing Congress's increasing debt loads, uh, which makes it much less painful than it would otherwise be. They're financing by their liquidity, their money printing, a, a Wall Street boom. Wall Street's having a party, so even though they feel maybe a guilty pleasure, everyone who has a portfolio feels good. They're doing well because the stock market, due to low interest rates, is in a can't-miss situation. So I couldn't find people who wanted to take the issue on. I even tried to recruit other candidates for the Senate not just in New Jersey, but in other states, but I failed. And uh, so rather suddenly in late January, I realized this issue wasn't going to get into the mix unless I returned to New Jersey and ran myself. So I did. I declared on February 4th, jumped into a four-way primary and managed to win that primary in June. And now I'm running against the incumbent Senator Cory Booker. Now, of course, our readers, a percentage of them are certainly receptive to sound money, at the very least, auditing the Federal Reserve. Are potential voters in New Jersey interested in this issue because 
obviously you have a percentage of folks who work on Wall Street who, whether they recognize it or not, do benefit arguably from the Fed's policies. That, that segment of the electorate, and it's, it's a real but somewhat limited uh, segment, is uh, not particularly friendly to uh, ending <laughs> zero interest rate policy, to put it mildly. Uh, but what I have found is that although nobody was talking about the gold standard when I came into the state, if you offer it as the explanation and the answer for what is going on with the Fed and their printing of money and their crushing the economy, then people are very interested in it. Then the fact that they haven't heard it before is not a negative because voters at the grassroots are much more open to ideas that are outside the box than elites are. Uh, that's a paradoxical. It might seem paradoxical, but I was confident that was true because the same thing was true in 1978. When I started running really in 77, uh, nobody was talking about the Kemp-Roth 30% tax cut. It was really a response to the stagflation that the economy was suffering at that time. And enough people bought it that it gained traction. And three years after Iran became the Reagan tax cut of 1981. Meanwhile, also ironically, I read that Cory Booker's first sort of opening salvo in the campaign against you was to try to cast you as a Washington insider, despite the fact that obviously you're running on a pro-gold standard position. To that end, how do you respond to Cory Booker's argument? You know, I didn't consider it one of the great gotchas of our time that I have been living in Washington. I mention it in every speech as the preface to the fact and as a rationale for why I returned to New Jersey to run, that I wasn't getting anywhere in New Jersey, in Washington, rather, and decided to go to the voters. And uh, you can say I was, uh, you could argue I was trying to be a Washington insider by talking to powerful people, but I remained an outsider, and that's the whole reason I returned to the state to run. Uh, There's a, a lot of Senator Booker's accusations against me. There seems to be a kind of projection. He has become the epitome of a Washington insider. He is actually taking selfies of himself with all 99 other senators with a a paragraph of lavish praise to whoever has agreed to do one of the selfies. And so he's overjoyed to be in Washington. And I can't blame him for revering the Senate, but I don't think that's what voters are looking for right now. They're looking for somebody who is anti-establishment, outside the box, I don't even think it would help. It might even hurt me if I were, say, a congressman seeking the Senate seat. A lot of them have lost in primaries to non-office holders. So I think the mood is not so much anti-democratic as anti-incumbent and anti-establishment. And I think that's benefited me. And Senator Booker would not have run up and down the state in his three stops of his campaign kickoff, attacking me at every stop unless his internal polls were consistent with the public polls that show this a a viable race for me. So ironically, Cory Booker might be running based upon the experience of Eric Cantor, is sort of what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Now, in addition to the fiscal conservative in your platform in terms of being anti-regulations, anti-crony capitalism, pro-sound money, you also, at least on your website, list a number of socially conservative (laughs) positions. Have you found that that's resonated with a New Jersey constituency, which granted varies based upon where you are in the state, but is a majority moderate to liberal state across the board? I can't say that uh, New Jersey is a socially conservative state in the sense that uh, Texas is, but I've gotten very little pushback 
in my uh, unapologetic support for life and for uh, the definition, the traditional definition of marriage. I simply say when I'm asked about marriage uh, that to me, this country is founded on self-evident truths. And to me, a self-evident truth is that marriage involves a husband and a wife. And you'd be surprised at how little indignation there is when I say that. Now, looking at this from a national perspective, this is a huge election in terms of some people think it might be a wave for Republicans in the Senate. Others think it might be a one or two seat victory and, and maybe not a long standing victory because in two years there are a number of other seats that are up, which the Republicans could lose. But for those unfamiliar with New Jersey state politics, New Jersey hasn't had an elected Republican senator since Clifford Case, who, whom you defeated in the 1978 primary. Cory Booker is a, at this point, nationally known sort of rising figure among Democrats, former mayor of Newark, with a strong power base. Given all that and, and how blue New Jersey is as a state to begin with, having a Republican Governor Christie aside, why should people nationally care about this race? Well, I have no complaints about the perception of Senator Booker as being unbeatable because that's what allowed me to come in from outside the state and win the primary that more financially uh, successful candidates or financially uh, uh, gifted candidates uh, didn't run. So I have no quarrel. And yet, when you look at Senator Booker's election last year and a special election for a little more than a one-year term, he didn't perform that well. He, lo- he won by 11 points over Steve Lonigan, a uh, classic outsider conservative candidate. And that margin was there like with two weeks to go and then the Republican-led shutdown in Washington happened and Steve's support leveled off. And so that didn't strike me as being the performance of an unbeatable uh, senator. And so when Steve Lonigan ruled himself out of a repeat run, uh, that gave me at least the thought that uh, this race might be winnable and that somebody who was more of an underdog even than Steve could win. And so... uh, I'm not at all concerned with the perception that New Jersey is a blue state. The other thing that is true is that New Jersey has had a sea change in its attitude toward President Obama in the last few months. This is very recent. He won the state with 58% of the vote. He won by 18 percentage points in 2012. And yet, a poll that just came out the day we're speaking uh, from Fairleigh Dickinson University lists him as having a positive rating in the mid-30s, 35%, uh, after he got 58% two years ago. I think what's happened across the state is that voters have decided about this presidency. It is not working, and it is not going to work. The president does not seem to learn from setbacks or mistakes. Uh, The world is falling apart, and the administration seems to be a spectator, and uh, they're not going to do anything different on the economy, uh, either uh, Fed policy or stimulus through excess federal spending. They still have the same policies, and they have no intention of changing anything they're doing. And so I think the last thing a lot of voters in New Jersey want to be doing is voting for casting a vote that would be interpreted as a vote for the status quo. That's hurting Senator Booker. I'm getting voters who don't yet know who I am because they, they just want to, they're looking for an outlet. And 
almost every article universally written about the campaign cites the fact that there were zero dollars on the bank as of your last disclosure. You know, sort of frame your candidacy as a a protest vote against the political establishment and cronyism between Wall Street and Washington, which I imagine you would probably agree to, to some degree with that. Republican support in the state. Can you talk a little bit about how other elected officials, prominent figures in the state have talked about your campaign? Are they supporting you? I know that there's a fundraiser upcoming with Governor Christie, and you've also gotten support from Michael Patrick Carroll. Can you speak to that at all? Uh, I believe the Republican Party has fully united since the June primary. Two of my opponents are serving as surrogates for me, are enthusiastic in their support, including the guy who finished a fairly close second, Rich Pizzullo. Governor Christie had some pause right after the primary, but now he is uh, having two fundraisers. He's done an email financial appeal on behalf of our campaign, and uh, he is telling reporters when he's asked that, yes, Cory Booker is a friend of mine, but Jeff Bell has a chance to win, and I'm for him. And so I couldn't ask for more from him or Bill Palatucci, who's the national committeeman and kind of the chief uh, political strategist for the Republican Party in New Jersey. They've uh, kept their word on everything. And I contrast the situation in the Republican Party today with what I faced after winning that primary against Senator Clifford Case 36 years ago. At that time, Bill Bradley was iconic. Uh, People who didn't even care about basketball liked him. And there were plenty of Republicans at that time, say June of 78, who were thinking very seriously of voting for Bradley. Uh, And it wasn't that easy to unite the party behind a long shot, what had become a long shot candidacy, and moreover, one which had ousted the only Republican senator the state had had in some time. So uh, Senator Booker has never gotten into double digits uh, in his Republican support. Moreover, uh, the most recent poll that came out showed that even though Republicans are outnumbered 1.7 million to 1 million, or maybe it's 1.8 to 1.1, a 700,000 disparity, uh, the uh, voters, registered voters, now see themselves 34% Republican, 35% Democrat. That's a parity that New Jersey hasn't seen in decades. So this is self-perception. Voters are asked to identify themselves. And when you include leaners, the Republicans are virtually even with the Democrats, which is almost, that's almost shocking for New Jersey. Two more questions for you. One is, in your view, what is the single most important reason that New Jerseyans should vote for you over Senator Booker? Well, I have a very specific program for change in the economy, to jumpstart our economy, just as President Reagan and Jack Kemp did, uh, and I did 36 years ago. And that is uh, fixing our money, ending the zero interest rate policies, which do well for Wall Street and the big buys who can borrow uh, and leverage their investments, and uh, badly for the middle class. Uh, And the specific plan I have involves, once again, making the dollar convertible to gold for the first time in 43 years. That is the system that in one form or another has served our country well. It gave us the greatest growth that we've ever had, which happened in the 19th century in the heyday of the international gold standard. Now, people can quarrel with my specific plan to change the economy, but I have one. Cory Booker and Barack Obama do not. 
They want to continue the current policies that they have. They are very happy with the policies that they are implementing, and Obama goes around and brags about it all the time. Booker uh, doesn't mention Obama anymore. One of his chief protégés in national politics is Cory Booker, and uh, the name Obama seldom passed his lips in his three-city announcement tour last week. So, uh, yes, I am an anti-establishment candidate, a protest candidate in a sense, but uh, it's a pretty good year to be that. Last question for you. Given the percentage of voters who are registered Democrats in New Jersey and the polls which have shown you, I believe, somewhere around within 10 points of Booker uh, at last print, what needs to happen for you to win on Election Day in 2014? I need to have more money to get better known, radio, television, maybe somebody will decide to do independent expenditures, uh, which is a big new factor since the Citizens United decision, as you know, and a group uh, that knows me well and favors the gold standard came in and helped in the primary, and they'll need to do more than they did in the primary in the general election, but if my message becomes more known and the voters have the same reaction to it, uh, electronically, so to speak, that they have in speeches that I give as an answer to the economic problems, then uh, I have a very good chance of winning this election. Mr. Bell, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate it, Ben.